0: Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a great day. Welcome to I Am Unwell. It's episode 22, and I'm your host, Madeline O'Leary. Today, I am unwell because, not because I don't want her to feel bad. So my therapist, Joe, she had to cancel because a family emergency came up. So obviously, I hope everyone that she loves is okay. Unfortunately for me my brain has been spicy lately. Just real spicy. The seasonal depression is seasoning. If it were a type of seasoning, it would be like a jerk seasoning. And it's just been rough out here. So I did have some things to talk to her about today, but life goes on and we'll just reschedule and everything will be okay. Also, it gave me an opportunity to record, which I was overdue for. So I'm happy to be here. So uh, yeah, I guess that's what's going on well. Also, I've been sleeping like absolute shit. Just I cannot stay asleep, but I am so tired. So when I wake up and I'm just laying there being tired, I'm like, why did I wake up? So that's definitely been annoying and not helpful in any capacity to my, my spicy brain. But what's going well? Mm. <laughs> things are good. Maddie, it's not funny. <laughs> I can- I've always had a hard time talking about good things. Or like not even that, like it's when people will say, so what's new? My brain just goes completely blank. And that's what happens every time I record this and I say, how am I well today? You would think I would write something down because I have that ability. But no, no, every time I ask it out loud to me, myself and I, I can't ever think of something super quickly. Something that's been kind of fun, but maybe you'll look down on me for this. Ah, I've had just some delectable, yummy family drama that has been... You know when you're on the outside of drama and you just are witnessing it? It's kind of fun, you have to admit. It's kind of fun. So I've been delighting in some family drama and everything is going to be okay is the thing like that's why it's kind of funny right now it's just because I think everything's gonna be okay and we're not directly involved so it's just it's just fun conversation I feel like though I really do feel like I had something else that was uh going well you know I'm sure it'll come to me as I talk um in lieu of my actual therapy session today, I was independently trying to proactively look up ways to help myself with something that I'm struggling with today <laughs> and also just in general. Um, I compare myself to other people constantly, it's an exhausting, debilitating pattern. That has beaten me down time and time again, and I just, I need solutions, I need tips and tricks of how to begin the process of reprogramming my mind to stop immediately comparing myself to others. And it kind of correlates with my episode, my very short episode on jealousy, just because comparing can lead to emotions like jealousy or feeling incompetent or what have you. So yeah, I think that'll be, it's an interesting kind of tack onto the end of what I was talking about in my jealousy episode. And I'll be using one article, which I found in Psychology Today. So let's get on in here. We're going to talk about comparison. (laughs) Comparison. All of us do it. Some far more than others. I being on the higher end of the spectrum of that. And it's so hard not to, especially in this age of social media. It's so easy to get caught in the trap of scrolling and seeing people with opportunities that maybe you wish you had or jobs that you dreamed of when you were little or maybe they're buying houses or they get to go on amazing vacations and they're posting pictures of holding a margarita on, on a beach and you're like damn I wish I could be holding a margarita on a beach but I either can't afford to go on a vacation or I don't have enough PTO to go on vacation or I am allergic to airplanes and I can't go on a beach you know? Well, comparison is the thief of joy, which is a quote I've heard throughout my whole life. But I just learned today that that is a Teddy Roosevelt quote. And that quote is what started the article that I'm going to get a lot of information from today. It's called how to stop comparing yourself to others, break the habit of feeling insecure, envious and discontented with your life by Susan Biali Haas, M.D. The article starts with a few questions, like who do you most frequently compare yourself to? If you're not sure, who have you compared yourself to in the last 24 hours? If you're still not sure, think of the last time you checked your Facebook or Instagram feed, and think about which updates you saw, that made you feel envious or made you feel as if your life paled in comparison? Did any of those posts make you feel smug or better than that person? This game of comparison is a tale as old as time. I know that I struggle with it. It's really on my mind today. And I actually, I looked up this article today because it was what I wanted to talk to my therapist about. And to give you some context, I guess... I just had a close friend tell me that she's pregnant with her second baby, and this is what she wanted, and I'm so happy for her. And at the same time, I'm sitting here comparing myself to her and feeling almost a little jealous because even though it's weird because my husband and I knew from the beginning that We, A, wanted only one child, but B, that any more children than one is not an option for us. Financially, we cannot do it. Neither of our jobs could support both of us, even if we didn't have to pay for daycare. So it's like we both have to work. Therefore, our child has to be in daycare and just the more mouths to feed, the more expensive it is. And we are, we are just making it by right now. Um, so we're okay. Like family, friends don't, don't think that we're like struggling, struggling, but it is definitely like, (laughs) we don't have extra. (laughs) We don't have anything extra. So it's hard. It's hard out here. And it, it's one thing to know that that's your plan and another thing to make peace with the fact that you don't have other options that this is the life that you can have you you have that and I don't know. So yeah, I it's I'm put in this position of wanting to be a really good friend at the same time, truly being excited for her, also mourning a life that I'll never have, that I don't even necessarily want. It, it There is a weird thing that happens when you have a kid where, especially if they're wonderful, like ours is, where you're like, ah, I wonder what, uh, you know, another one might look like. Um, and like... <laughs> Sure, it would be great to find that out. But then, like, will that kid be able to eat? You know, it's (laughs) you have to think about that shit. Like, you have to think about that. It's your responsibility, especially if you decide to bring a life into this world that didn't ask to be here. Like, it's your responsibility to make sure that they have the best opportunities and the best things that they have. So I can talk myself around in a circle like this all day. And think that I've come to peace with where my life is and where it will ever go. Um, But yeah, then and and you think you think you're at peace with it, and then whether it's scrolling on Facebook or someone telling you personal information um, privately, there's always there there's always the opportunity for a a pang of jealousy, a, a pang, of, you know, insecurity or discontentment. So, yeah, I'm just kind of in the thick of that right now, just to give you all context where of where I stand in this, at least today. What I was looking for and hopeful for today was to find tools and advice to help me on my journey to lessen the amount of time that I dwell on comparing myself to others. Um, The first tip in this article was to become aware of and avoid your triggers. With social media, that's pretty, that's relatively easy to follow because you can say to yourself, hey, self, let's uh, like limit our social media time today. Let's not continue scrolling. Whereas if (laughs) in this situation that I just described, someone is, telling you something to your face, it is harder to avoid that kind of trigger. Plus, it's a surprise trigger. Like, you don't know that you're going to be triggered by the conversation. Um, But yes, if you can avoid it and you know it's coming, do that. Do that. And this isn't always a social media issue. Maybe there's a person in your life who you talk to quite often who doesn't... Maybe they don't realize this, but maybe they're like bragging about this or that maybe they ask you questions about your life that are designed to make you feel inferior like how do you I mean I guess you can avoid that person Um, are there certain activities that you like to do that make you feel inferior maybe are you like walking through a high-end shopping mall that you can't afford anything are you driving through a really nice neighborhood and making yourself feel poor When, you know, maybe this morning when you woke up in your cozy bed in your tiny, lovely house, you were very content and it wasn't until you passed something bigger that you got sad? An exercise that this article is suggesting to do is to sit down and make a list of who or what you frequently envy or compare yourself to. Write down how they negatively affect you and why it's actually just a waste of your time. Try your best to catch yourself next time, and then you can avoid those triggers, especially if an activity or contact with a specific person is, no, is, is not adding any meaning or value to your life. Another trick is to remind yourself that other people's outsides can't be compared to your insides. And that's so true. You never know what's happening behind closed doors. You never know what's happening inside someone's mind. They may look put together. They may tell tales of how they are put together, but we don't know what's really going on. It could all be talk. It could all be a front. And you don't know. But what you do know is what's inside of you and that you are great and awesome and shouldn't look down on yourself because someone is looking really cute in a brand new blazer at work or something and you're like wow I want a brand new cute blazer but that blazer looks really expensive now the third tip in this article Like, I see what they mean, but at the same time, here, okay, so the tip, (laughs) the tip is to repeat whenever necessary, money doesn't buy happiness and never will. Yes, and money can create comfort and stability. And if you, (laughs) if you had more of it, You could feel more stability and comfort, but I know we we all know money doesn't buy happiness. We all have seen in celebrity culture what money and fame and the American dream does to people, you know, as long as you can provide yourself or your family the necessities You can create so much more meaning and love and joy in your life, but you do need money to at least survive and having a little extra means you get a a couple treats every now and again. So yes, money doesn't buy happiness, but I do think money can lead to more comfort (laughs) and therefore happiness for me because I just want to feel comfortable. That's a personal thing, though. So just, you know, you know what I'm saying. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. (sighs) It says to be grateful for the good in your life and resist any lies that shout, it's not enough. Then expands upon that and says, if you commit yourself to being deeply grateful for what's good in your life and remind yourself of that daily, you'll be far less vulnerable to comparison and envy. So, yes, that that makes a lot of sense. If you truly are deeply grateful for the wonderful things that you surely have in your life, it does make you less available for that comparison demon to get in your brain and and stay there. So, yeah, use the things that you love about your life as a guide, as armor, even. The final tip in the article was to use comparison as motivation to improve what actually matters. Say you're comparing yourself to someone who is amazingly empathetic and kind. Thinking about stuff that you really admire about someone can motivate you to be better in those respects. Yeah, like be kinder to people. Try to... Strengthen your empathy muscle, you know, like that's a wonderful thing to aspire to be and it's achievable. So you can use that comparison that initially might feel negative, like, oh man, I could never be that nice to try to be nicer, unless you don't, the people don't deserve it. I don't, <laughs> I'm a firm believer in. Coming at you with the same energy that you come at me. So if you're not kind to me, I'm not going to go out of my way to be nice and nice to you. I'll be cordial because I'm a people pleaser, but I'm not going to be super nice. You got me? <laughs> anyway, um, I think that that was a really cool way to kind of flip the script using comparison as motivation. It's a much healthier place to live in your mind rather than I could never be that to... Ooh, let's try to, let's try to be better. I think something really important that we can all take away from this discussion about comparison is the fact that we all do it. So if we know that all of us are doing that, we never want to make people feel badly about themselves. And this, I know, listen, don't even come at me. I know that's a slippery slope. Some people love sh- social media. They love sharing their life on it. And, you know, why not make your life look super clean and and joyful? Because it, it is. There are so many parts that that are. At the same time, just be really aware of who your audience is. I know a really common example of this is specifically, and this has nothing to do with my story from earlier, but it's the first thing that came to mind is, say, you post a pregnancy announcement on Facebook. Of course you want to share that information that's joyous, right? And your family wants to see that and celebrate with you and your friends want to see that and celebrate with you. There may also be people in your audience who that post might be very painful for. And that's why I say I understand it's a slippery slope because you want to share that with people and you have every right to. You should. It's amazing. And Maybe it's something that you only share with certain family members. I know a couple in uh, my town who they they have a a Facebook group where they share photos of their family so that only people who want that type of content will see them, especially if it is painful for for someone on their general friends list you know um. So I think we just, we all need to be cautious, not only about what we post, but about who we're posting to. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Because of course, like, yeah, I know I'm like, I'm like a broken record. Like we we want to share the good things that are happening in our lives. I don't know, maybe this conversation is leading me to wanting to, (laughs) I don't know, post some wild, unhinged status like, here's a bullet list of stuff that's going terrible is this, do you feel better? (laughs) look my life is going to shit in these categories (laughs) you know maybe, maybe that's something we should all do more often so people don't feel so alone ah, anyway I just felt like it was important to look at comparison from both sides of the table, you know It's looking like this comparison episode will be as short, if not shorter, than my jealousy episode, which I'm fine with. I hope y'all are fine with that, too. I know I've lacked discipline uh, (laughs) when it comes to putting these episodes out, but like I've mentioned before, I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this because I think it's fun, I'm doing this because I love to learn, and if... It ever came to pass that this blew up somehow and someone wanted to pay me to do this. Hell yeah. I will create the discipline necessary to get you content every week, at least every other week. So and on the same day, every time. I know that I've been spotty about that. But sometimes when I finish editing, I get so excited. I just want to post it immediately. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna work on discipline, maybe that can be an episode. I hope that you all took some advice about comparing yourself to others today. I hope that you can look at yourself as the amazing person that you are and think about the things in your life that are amazing and wonderful and fill you with joy and light. So yeah. I'm feeling a lot better now that I talked all this through with you guys. So thank you. I know you aren't the same as Joe, but you're pretty damn close. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and stay well.